Hi, everyone. Hello. And welcome back to Finders Keepers. Another one. We're back, baby. Another one. I almost called it pre-love podcast. Oh my god, we're gonna get we're gonna get sued. <laughs> no, we're not. It's just because we were talking about the pre-love podcast right before this. Because as you guys have noticed, we've removed the theme music from our episodes because I was tired of editing <laughs> editing it. And also I was just like not loving it. Like yeah. no offense to the musician. I'm, no. they're an artist. But I was like we don't have similar vibes, you know? I'm sure many of you listeners felt the same way. Yeah, it's so just that we... don't we, mean to jar you also, but... We were, like, really wanting to have intro music, and we kind of settled on that song because I really like that song, but then it just doesn't... <laughs> just think... not the same vibe, just you know? It doesn't matter our energy. Yeah, and we had to get something that so, like... C list that hopefully we wouldn't get sued. So I mean, also- it, it's we could probably still get sued because it's on all the other episodes. But hey, I put in the comments. No need. I put in the comments for everyone. We do not own the rights to this music, right. and so. we desist. We seized and desisted before we were even told to. Yeah. So we, if anything, we did them a favor. Yeah. If anything. No, I'm just kidding. Anything, I don't. Feel their like lawyers that. don't have to get involved now. So yeah. um, we are working on um, getting their rights to our own theme. So mm-hmm. maybe that'll be coming soon. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? <laughs> keeping you on your toes. Seriously. I feel like our whole brand is keeping you on your toes. Like, will there right. be an episode? Will we have it? Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Will, like, we? will we have an episode? <laughs> will we not? Will, Stay tuned. Will we I'll let you know reels? Sunday morning. <laughs> No, I'm trying to get trying to make more reels. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately, the way they keep me hooked is like I'll post one for the first time in a few months, and it'll get like four thousand views, and I'm like, oh my god, this is my reminder. I need to be more consistent with reels, and then I'll post another one that same week, and I was like, one hundred views. (laughs) (laughs) They're keeping me humble. That's what they're doing. They're keeping me humble. I think that's so funny. Yeah, it's just so weird how the algorithm works. I know. But also, like, do you know people who, like, okay, TikTok's one thing, but do you know people who just, like, sit and scroll through reels? No, I've never done that in my life. I only look at reels when it comes up in my feed, like, like when someone posts a reel of their own. Or, mm-hmm. you know how, like, it'll have banners across, <clears throat> like, your Instagram, like, between, like, posts on your feed. It'll have, like, mm-hmm. a banner of, like you may like this and it'll be right. like a series of like maybe six reels or something like I'll look at those but usually I don't even look at every single one of those yeah I guess that's how people those um 3k people found us because we got pushed up I guess yeah their algorithm I don't know it's confusing well I know the algorithm like favors videos now so I'm like trying to cater to that mm. But then they, like, tease me with, like, the 3,000 views. And then they said, oh, next one, 100. Watch yourself. <laughs> That's, like, the attitude that I'm getting from the algorithm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know on my first IGTV that I posted literally a week into COVID in 2020. And, like, I'm private. So I know that this wasn't on any sort of, like, algorithm. Because Reels wasn't even a thing, I don't think. I got, like, almost 600 views. Because I don't think that people were posting... Is that a lot? 
Uh, I don't know if that's all. I'm genuinely. I mean, asking. I, I have 1,900 followers, and usually I don't get 600 likes on a photo. So the fact that 600 people watched the video was like, that's a lot. Oh. Oh. I also got like forty comments on that, and I was like, "Uh, <laughs> I was like, ooh, hyping you up, this hyping is like you up. crazy." And so I guess like people are more willing to engage in like, I don't want to say long form content because reels are still short, but like things that aren't photos on like a photo based social media, right? Yeah, Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Interesting thoughts. Interesting. Thoughts. And it's like every time you feel like you get a grasp on it, they change again. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. Exactly. I wonder TikTok what, would never do, do me dirty like that. I wonder, like, what the next, like, social media thing's going to be. Yeah, I don't even know. If I could guess, I will I'd let, be a millionaire. A billionaire. Right? A quadrillionaire. We'll let the next round of interns figure that out. I'll be Jeff Bezos if I could... <laughs> if I could, um predict He's what the so terrifying. Social, social media could be. I saw this, like, thing that was on someone's Instagram story, like, a repost, that was, like, Jeff Bezos buys the Washington Post, and it's, like, a picture of him, like, smiling, and then it's, like, um, like, are billionaires really that bad? And then it's, like, him, like, grinning. And then it's, like, mm-hmm. should billionaires... An article from the Washington Post. Yeah, it's literally all yeah. articles from the Washington Post. And, and yeah. then it's, like, um, do you really think billionaires should pay taxes? And then it's, like, so, like one that's, like, even worse than that. And, and by the end, it's just, like, him, like, having this, like, manic smile on his face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Him being, like, I control all media. I control the world. So It's literally dystopian. Like, Amazon is going to be the, by and large, from Wally. Uh, wait. Because, like, in Wally, it's, like, the one massive corporation that, that controls Riley the world. I think that Riley should be the new Jeffrey Bezos because I think no, she I don't want that. the future. No, I will not accept that because Jeff Bezos is terrifying. And but I'm not speaking gonna, of, not speaking of Jeff Bezos, have you seen Inside yet? No. The Bo Burnham But I know special? the song. I know the song. I know. It's, like, been on my For You page for weeks. <laughs> so, did I tell you that I watched it? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Okay. I don't know if it's just because... Okay. I think Bo Burnham's gone way mainstream. We are, like, way off track of, like, what we were going to talk about. I know. We haven't haven't even done our finders. But I feel like it's okay. We'll get back to that. Um, So, I feel like Bo Burnham... Like, when I first got into him at the beginning of high school, like, yes, his special was on Netflix, but still, like, most people didn't know who he Mm -hmm. was. Like, not many people in my high school knew who he was and was familiar with his work. And even when I went to see him in concert, I think it was my junior year of high school, which was the Make Happy Tour. Right. His second special on Netflix. Like, it still wasn't super mainstream. Like, people knew who Bo Burnham was, but, like, they couldn't, like quote a song or anything does that make any got sense? it and like mm-hmm. now since eighth grade like well since his film eighth grade and since like i feel like he has like a pretty sh- well he did have a strong like instagram vine presence and then i think when kind of vine died like is when he like 
and after Make Happy, he kind of pulled back from performing, and that's when he got really famous, because people are, like, watching all this YouTube, and watching all of his, um, like, specials on Netflix and stuff, and then also, like, the quarantine, I think people were, like, diving into the, the dark delves of Netflix, and are like, oh, who's this dorky, like, 6'6 comedian who, like, makes jokes to songs that he writes, like, you know, like, stuff like that. Right. So I halfway think that like the reaction is the reaction to Inside because a lot of people have watched Inside and have never watched Bo Burnham's previous content. Reactions being positive, like people are reactions obsessed with him. being like, "Oh, this is so sad. Oh, this is so dark. Oh, like this is so sad because <laughs> they haven't watched his previous content, which was also like that." Not to the same extreme, but still, like, the themes, like, reign constant. Yeah, I also feel like... It just doesn't have an audience laughing in the background, which is... Oh, that's a good point. No, that's actually a good point. Which I think... I also feel like... Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think that that, like, makes people more self-conscious about it, like, laughing in their living room or laughing in their bedroom or wherever they're Mm -hmm. watching it, because, like, there's not that... (laughs) <laughs> like laugh not laugh track but like the people but, like but at yeah, the live yeah. recording like laughing to it so like maybe that gives it a more melancholy feel like i, I totally know. agree with that though it's like it doesn't feel as heavy when you're with other people and you're not physically alone laughing yeah. but when you are physically alone laughing about jokes that are about being physically and emotionally oh. alone yeah like that's a little bit more upsetting <laughs> yeah does that make sense yeah no, no no no, it does but yeah so i think we're kind of on the same page with it even though you haven't seen it yet um, i mean i i know everything about it just from its social or its um pop culture influence and presence at this time but i'll watch it eventually yeah just I mean, not a time I d- where I, i'm alone and sad i did like it and i think that like his artistry and his production skills are extremely impressive um this might just be in a test. This is in a test to just my um, attention span, but it's like an hour and forty minutes, and I was like really starting to lose, like lose concentration, like mm. by the end twenty minutes, because like I mean that's kind of long for a in special. all of his shows, like the last like twenty to fifteen minutes are like one big skit usually. Mm-hmm. And so just like he was really losing to me on the last skit, I was just like, "This is really long. <laughs> this is really long." And like, don't hate me for saying this, you guys. Like, I think that he's extremely talented, but I was just like, "We've got that that short media concentration seriously span at this t- at this point." Yeah, concentration so, span, attention span. What? But what am I talking about? You should definitely watch it. I'll definitely watch it again, but. Maybe I'll watch it with someone else instead of by myself and see, like, mm. if I engage with it in a different way. Um, but, yeah. So, that's that's my... I still like like him a lot, and I hope that he goes back to live performing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't like his facial hair, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think he grew it up because he thought it would be attractive. I hope not. <laughs> But also, but, he's not trying to look good for us. He doesn't owe us anything. That's very true. 
That's very true. <laughs> okay, let's let's do our finders keepers yeah, of the that week was before such a we sidebar. Sorry, that was launch like, ourselves even further into the abyss. That was like nine minutes of me belligerently <laughs> talking. Oops, sorry guys. So, do you have a find of the week? Mm, I don't think I've been thrifting this week. I actually don't think I have either. So, um, I guess my find of the week will be uh, the twenty dollars Soul Cycle class that I just bought for next week. <laughs> Nice. Amazing. <laughs> Let me look at my purchase history on eBay and I cause I definitely bought something recently. Um <laughs> Oh also my pirate ship labels. That could be my finder's keeper of the week. Amazing. If y'all don't know what pirate ship is, Riley did me a fat one and introduced me to pirate ship. And I found out about it because I followed um I'm a rogue on TikTok. I think her Depop store is called Rogue Garms. And she was like, I use Pirate Ship. They get you the best deals. And I said, oh, girl, you're right. They do. Continue. It's very affordable <laughs> shipping label mm-hmm. creation service. It's the bomb diggity. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I didn't buy... I didn't go thrifting this week. I bought one thing on eBay. And it's like this cropped... It's like very Fran Fine kind of Moschino mm-hmm. look to it. But I got this cropped um, pseudo polo shirt, blazer, blouse. It's like a structured mm-hmm. blouse. Mm-hmm. So, like, it looks like it has the thickness of a polo, but it's a button down and it's collared. Okay. Um, and it's got three-quarter length sleeves and a very abstract geometric black and white print, which is mm-hmm. why I say it kind of reminds me of Fran Fine. Um, I think it's 90s vintage. Does it have shoulder pads? It looks like it could. I'm imagining shoulder pads with this Mm -hmm. description. Yeah, it's like a cropped power blazer look to it. Mm -hmm. But instead of, like, the breasts of a blazer, it's, like, buttoned down. It's flat. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, So that has not arrived yet. I literally bought that two days ago. I think I I put in a best offer for it and got it for, like, $16 or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm excited for that. That's literally all I've bought. I don't think I've bought anything since we recorded last. Good for us. Showing Seriously. some restraint and not contributing this week to overconsumption. That's something but I really I'm, need to hold myself better accountable for with overconsumption. Is, uh-huh. Thrifting well, okay, for the sake wait. of low prices. Last week, this isn't a finder's keepers, but I did sell a bunch of stuff. Well, okay. Oh, so, oh plot okay. list. Okay, so I do sell at a buy sell trade women's store in Greensboro that's more about like modern brands and then after that like if there's any like quote-unquote juniors brands I'll go to Plato's closet and do buy Mm -hmm. sell trade but then like I always feel like I have good stuff like left over that I still think is like too good to go to like the thrift shop that I never know what to do with so I started I think I've talked about this before I started like sending it off to thread up and I would get like a lot of money for it but or what I would consider a reasonable amount of money but like Mm -hmm. thread up is taking so long right now that like something two bags that I sent in May still haven't been processed yet oh my god (laughs) and like their estimated processing time is now at the end of august so i guess that'll be a nice little treat for when i move to italy and finally get Mm -hmm. that money but like so i didn't particularly want to do another thread up thing right now because 
I was like, who knows? It'll be Christmas by the time I get that money. Which, I guess, I mean, it is what it is. Like, whatever. I'd probably... Money is money. I think I'll still, like, keep on doing that. Instead of even, like, giving it to my local Goodwill. Because, like, the local Goodwill, like... Like, it's always nice to donate, but when you know you could get a little bit of cash for it on that college student budget, it do be nice. Yeah, and also, like, well, granted, I guess I need to do a little bit more research into ThreadUp and see, like, where they send their clothes that they don't accept. Actually, okay, I might <laughs> I might insta-DM Emily Stokel and ask her if she can get someone from ThreadUp on her mm-hmm. podcast because I feel like that would be really interesting. That would be really interesting. But, like, where the stuff goes that they, like, quote-unquote donate, like, yeah. you know, I'm not sure if you've sold That would be a good thing. I feel like that could be Googleable. I feel like it I could be, I don't too. know. But, but I would love to know, like, kind of where your dollar goes, like, what kind of organizations they're supporting right, through their exactly. donations. That would be really interesting. I'm, gonna, I'm tempted to Google She's it, but I don't want to throw us off the rhythm. But, so basically, I didn't want to deal with Thread Up again, and so I was like, okay, let me take it to this really cool, small, local buy-sell trade shop that's up in the mountains close to where my family's mountain house is. And I made an appointment, and I go and drop it off, and I just thought that they were going to, like, look at it right then and, like, give me the, like, the buy price for all the stuff. So I was kind of peeved when I had to, like, come back later in the week because they were like, oh, it could take up to five business days. And I was like, why did I have to make an appointment? Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't understand that. But luckily, I it was ready before I had to leave town, and so I picked it up, and I got a hundred, almost a hundred dollars for just like one bag of stuff. Wow, was really really good. I thought, and there were only like five or six pieces that like they didn't take. So I was like, okay, so that'll be my tertiary, <laughs> that'll be my tertiary lane of selling from now on. So mm-hmm. it's always good to utilize all of your resources so that, like, again, like, it's way more likely that someone else is going to buy that, like, shirt that I didn't want anymore from a place like that, like, even versus Goodwill. Yeah. And, like, again, even if I send it to thread up, I feel like it's more likely to be, like, kept in the cycle that way as opposed to just, like be thrown in the bins and someone like may or may not like it and find it and pick it up and it might just end up in a landfill or in Africa or in Asia. Right. So that's the stuff I've been thinking about, but also supporting local businesses and they support me back. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I buy myself. Did you find out where thread up since their clothing? So I saw a few things. I don't know where they, they send the clothing that they don't want that gets sent to them. But there's, like, a program where they, um, like, there are other charities that they partnered with. They're not necessarily donation um, sites, Mm -hmm. but they're charity partners, like, where if you sell clothes, instead of accepting the money, you can send your payment Uh to, like, Girls Girls Inc., Feeding America, Wardrobe for Opportunity, Help a Mother Out, Make-A-Wish, and Comin, Comin? I've never heard of the last one. Komen, but, um, like Susan G. Komen for the cure. Is it K-O-M-E-N? Oh, yeah. Is that oh, what that is? Yeah. Oh, oops. I did know that. 
I'm not stupid, I swear. I'm just not used to seeing it without the Susan G. <laughs> um, but the, those are charities that you can donate to, but I don't know where they send their clothes that they don't want. See, I want to know where they send their clothes that they don't I want. I do, too. Now that I've Because what if they this. just dump them in... What if it's a landfill thing? I want to know. Yeah. I just opened a can of worms. So Thread up. We need answers. We need answers. So... And I know people who are, like, thread-up ambassadors or partners, and I'm like, yeah. do you really know where they're threading up all of these things to? Yeah, I might have to dig a little deeper. That was just, like, literally one Google search. Um, we'll get back to you guys. We'll get back, we'll get to, back you to you We'll do some sleuthing. We'll do some... We're journalists. Not really. <laughs> Neither of us are, have much... I don't have any writing experience, so that was a flip. So... <laughs> Yeah, so I don't even know where that was going. Sorry. I guess I'm just, like, really talkative tonight, y'all. Oopsie. Good for you. Second wind. Second wind. Yeah, I got really stressed out about something this evening right before I got on this call with Riley, and I think it's hitting me right now. But um, I think the the endorsement, not endorsements, the um, not emotion. Adrenaline. Adrenaline. Thank you. It's really Adrenaline. hitting me right now. Um. But yeah, so I guess my finders keepers of the week was utilizing a local resource to find a second home for my used clothing. We love it. I we love it. love it. Although I did just realize I did go through FEMA last week. <laughs> did you buy anything? Yeah, that was where I had that like intense slip dress haul. Oh yeah, that you got the tick the not the TikTok um the, the viral reels. tick the pseudo not pseudo semi viral TikTok. Yeah, semi-viral reel because I posted it on TikTok too. But um, very quickly, I'm not going to make a, a long-winded um, description out of any one item that I bought. But I went to our local mega thrift on Saturday, I think, and um, literally spent a hundred dollars in slip dresses. I think I got like twenty-five. I loved plus. It. I loved slip dresses. the end of the video. That's I am never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> I kind of love, but I hate, like, the female overlay audio. Oh, I love it. I think she's so funny. She has personality. She said, I am never going to financially recover from this. And she says it so enthusiastically, like, I'm never going to financially recover from this. (laughs) I'm like, she's right. She's right. It's going to take a hot sec. But I got so many, so many good pieces. Like, I found Dior. I found Gold Label Victoria's Secret. I found... Um, it's not gold label, but another vintage label, Victoria's Secret, where it's like 100% silk mm-hmm. and just very good quality from the 90s. It's like one of my favorite labels. Um, found Betsy Johnson. I found some purses. It was just a good haul. I was like, mm, delicious. Yeah. So Our booth and design archives do be fully stocked with slip dresses at all times. So um. It's because we have good taste in them. <laughs> we find the good ones. We find the goodies. So hit us up. It no, seriously, if you need, we've got, like, one of every size, color, color style. cut, yeah. Pattern, we've Mesh got it all. And um, lace mm-hmm. or silk, whichever you mm-hmm. prefer. If you want the nips out, they could be out. <laughs> if you want them covered, they could be covered. We we've got, got one all. for every occasion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, now that we've finally gotten our finders keepers out on the table... Mm-hmm. What was the first thing you wanted to talk about, Riley? Well, I I should say the tertiary thing you wanted to talk about. No, seriously. Let's okay. I so I had some comments about Depop that I 
I would love to share with our listeners at some yes. point, but maybe I'm thinking we hold off on that for another week okay. until I kind of like wrap up my experience mm. with it. Yeah. Just to keep the people on their toes. I'm doing this program with Depop right now called the Level Up Program where it kind of like helps um, level up. stores level up. that are... Level up, level up, yeah, level up. Level up, level up, level up. <laughs> no, stores that are um, kind of at the beginning of a promising trajectory in terms of store success and sales and things like that. I got accepted into a program for those kind of stores that kind of like tell you how to get to the next level um, and how to become a top seller and like the end goal being how to make Depop full time mm -hmm. or like reselling clothes full time. So I've been learning a lot from this program already, just like getting access to these workshops and panels and things like that. So maybe next week when I finish up the last of our live stream options and like talk to our last panel, I'll be able to give you guys a review of that and talk about what I learned because it's been super interesting. So look out for the next episode. Maybe we'll talk about it then. But for right now, I think we should talk about um, our thrift store plan of action, plans of attack. Where do you start your thrift trip? Thrift trips at? What section of the thrift store do you hit up first? I think it depends on if I'm with you or if I'm by myself. Because mm -hmm. we're definitely a divide and conquer when we go together. Yes. Um, so if I'm by myself, well, I guess it just also depends on which thrift store I'm going into. Yeah. Because, like, my favorite Goodwill in my hometown, like, you pretty much just, like, walk straight into the women's shirts. So I kind of just, like, browse through start, the women's shirts. There. Mm. And then there's, like, women's shorts and then, like, swimsuit, lingerie, pajamas, and then dresses. That's kind of what I do. And then... Like, by then, I'm usually kind of tired at looking at clothes, and I just need to, like, not look at a rack. So then I'll go and look at, like, the housewares and stuff to, like... Mm -hmm. Rest know, your hands. No, no, but also just, like, rest your eyes, because I feel like sometimes in Goodwill... No, yeah. Like, if Sensory overload. If they're really, really packed, like, sometimes, like, okay, like, the University Parkway Goodwill, like, sometimes I'll go in there, and, like, my eyes are just so overstimulated, it's hard for me to even, like, focus on. I I totally get that. Like, if, if there's, like, a lot of people in there, and, like, the music's a little bit too loud, and, like, the, the racks are just so packed, like, sometimes I'm just, like, Meredith, breathe, breathe, and I'm not even, like, someone who gets, like overwhelmed like that or like I don't I don't personally like find myself to have social anxiety or I'm not claustrophobic or find myself having anxiety in like crowded spaces but just sometimes there's just too much to look at mm -hmm. I don't know how else to describe so no that's literally how how would it how would be that's how like, it be at like university goodwill I go straight to the housewares I think university goodwill the university parkway goodwill Oh, right, right, right. I go straight to the housewares because that stuff gets picked really bad. So, like, if there's anything good, you have to move fast. And, like, mm -hmm. I look at the furniture there because, again, if there's anything good, it gets gone gets picked fast. fast. Yep. So, I go there. And there's not that much there. But See, at, like, Renolda Road, I'll do, like, the shoes and accessories first. So, I guess yeah. it just depends on which store I'm in. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I also think it depends on my mood because sometimes I'm like, I don't need another shirt. Yeah. So <laughs> if I have skip the shirts. No, yeah. If I have any section that I'm gonna cut and like not look at that day, it's either gonna be dresses or shirts. 
Like blouses. I, I never look at pants unless there's something that's like very interesting. Oh, on the that's edge. a good pants used to be where I went first because I was mm-hmm. obsessed with pants. But then I like rounded out my closet and got one pair of pants of every color mm-hmm. and said, I don't need to look at pants for a while. <laughs> yeah. I never look at pants. I always look at shorts and skirts now though because I realize that I don't like how shorts look on my body. So like I'm trying to find shorts that I like and that are comfortable. Yeah. And then I love a skirt, so I always look at skirts. Skirts are so cute. Skirts to find skirts. And also long skirts. Like, I feel like long skirts, like, people have this connotation that, like, it's, like, Amish people in jean skirts. (laughs) (laughs) Like, jean skirts. But, like, I feel like, like, a long, white, like, linen skirt would be so nice. Or, like a long like black one but I haven't been able to find either of those so it's just one of those things you have to manifest you have to keep thinking about it and then you'll find it when you're not looking for it it'll show up eventually um but yeah so my mode of attack is very different for my mood and I think the store that I'm in and who Mm. I'm with good answer what about you Riley I it doesn't matter if I'm alone or with another person. I always go to lingerie first and look for those slip dresses. Um, but it also depends on, after that, it depends on the location. Um, a lot of the times, if I can, I'll try to skim the purses on my way to the lingerie. Because mm-hmm. with purses, I'm not usually going to try to dig for them. Like, I will see right away if I see one that's super interesting to me. And if I don't, okay, no purses for me today. Mm-hmm. Um, but lingerie is definitely my first stop hunting for those or slip dresses yeah and then recently after that i've been oh no i'll probably browse depending on the size of the section and how far apart the racks are i will usually browse the women's blouses Mm -hmm. purely for texture like i'll just try to find like a silky satin blouse Mm -hmm. um and just pull those out i'm not going to go through every single hanger i will literally just look for something that has silk or satin construction mm-hmm. and recently i've been definitely like making sure i hit up the men's t-shirts looking for like same vin- yeah like vintage banties like hairband shirts um like thrasher t-shirts just kind of like cool vintage inspired slash grungy shirts mm-hmm. that's what i've been looking for um and then i usually browse through the glassware I think that's probably just an extension of um, the habit I got into and I was apartment collecting, Mm -hmm. but I still just like to see what's there. And I do go through shorts and skirts usually around the same time. And then I'll usually round out my visit with dresses and like one last trip through the blouses. Yeah. And then same with the outerwear. I haven't really been looking at outerwear recently because summer, but I... I will look at end caps and like any standout textures. Like last time I went to the University Goodwill, I saw this. Um, oh, this should have been my find of the week. I found a denim jacket, a Looney Tunes cast and crew denim jacket with machine embroidery from 1973. Oh, that's cool. Like it literally says it on the label and on the jacket, 1973 cast and crew. That's really cool. So I'm like holding on to that for now. I have a vintage denim jacket, 
from the 90s and it's a barb like a Mattel Barbie mm-hmm. denim jacket that I'm obsessed with. And I don't feel like I need Looney Tunes and Barbie. Mm-hmm. So I probably will resell the Looney Tunes, but I think it's such a special piece and I'm going to hold on to it for a little bit before I determine its value. <laughs> yeah, you can you can keep it in your private collection. Yeah. For a while. That might be something I I sell after my Depop gets more traction. Yeah. So the home that it really deserves could be more likely to see it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, but that's usually my plan of attack. Yeah, that's a good one. And then I feel like it doesn't really change whether I'm with you or not. I say when I'm with you, I'm more likely to go str- not straight, like look at the shoes and the pocketbooks and then go to the house mm. housewares as opposed to like looking at clothes before the housewares. Actually, yeah, I kind of see that too, especially when we go to the Ronalda Goodwill. I feel yeah. like the both of us kind of head to the purses at the same time, and you'll be like, do you like this one? I'll be like, eh. I'll be like, do you like this one? And you're like, eh. And we kind of like bounce off of each other when it comes yeah. to shoes and accessories, and then we'll go towards the clothes. Diverge, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like warm ourselves up. Yeah. Refine our tastes before Refine we dive deeper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so wait, what was the next topic? I forgot. So I was just—I thought it'd be a fun question to ask, like, what your go-to outfit is, or maybe what what is your thrifting uniform? What do you wear to the thrift store? Because sometimes you'll see the Depop girlies dressed to the nines in their Y2K inspired looks, and they look super cute. I but think then you I see them, to, and you're like, mm, I, I think I try I'm to be very it. inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. And well, do you stand a lot out of it, as has, a lot of it no. has to do with the fact that I've been going thrifting on Saturdays after my gross, laborious work on Saturdays. So I've been wearing Fair. work. <laughs> I've been wearing like work clothes that I've been sweating for like eight hours in to the thrift store. So I look Fair. Fair. very inconspicuous then. Um, but if I'm just like going on any other day, like. I don't know. I don't really dress up to go to the thrift store. I'm usually just kind of like wearing whatever I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. And that, again, that way you don't draw attention to you so people don't feel that you're competition. Right? <laughs> That's my hot take. So my like kind of uniform for anytime I leave the house and I don't plan on going to more than one location, like grocery shopping uniform slash thrifting uniform is high-waisted jeans or high-waisted shorts like thick denim shorts or I don't know just like casual shorts and like a men's XL Mm t-shirt which like all of my I am very proud of the t-shirts that I have I think they're all really cool and I've um, been very selective with t-shirts over time so like I have so many Aerosmith t-shirts I have a handful of ACDC t-shirts um I have a few Thrasher t-shirts. I have a few Elvis t-shirts, like all vintage and stuff like that. So I know I wear cool t-shirts, but when I go to the thrift stores, like I'm not t-shirt junkie game mode. Like I'm not going to turn around and sell them on eBay right. type of thing to the collectors. <laughs> so, I, so I feel, I feel like, like we're outing like, some people there. We are. We are a little bit. Just some hometown heroes. But um, Hi there, boy. Hi. and Salem bins. Hi. Hey, ba- hey babe. <laughs> hey, ba- hey, boo. Um, so I don't like – I feel like I dress like somebody that could easily be pinpointed as a reseller, 
but I'm not reselling what the people think I'm reselling. I think that people could pinpoint me as a reseller just based off of, like, the way that I move around a store. Your determination. I uh, totally agree. <laughs> yes. Me more so than you, I'd say. Yes, I, I completely agree. If, if y'all ever see me in a thrift store, don't say You're hey, on a mission. Don't say hey to me in it. Say hey to me outside. Yeah. In line to check out. I am on a mission, and I don't. I say, excuse me, I hustle faster than anyone else I know mm-hmm. through a thrift store. This is so, so true. This um, is true. Yeah, I think that people would be able to tell, especially, like, usually I have my hair up in a clip or I have a hat yeah. on. And if someone has a hat on in a thrift store, they You know mean they mean business. Business. <laughs> <laughs> that is no joke. So For um, sure. Especially, like, when I have my hat on and my mask, like, people can't see... People can't see shit. So mm-hmm. um, don't look at me. Don't perceive me right don't now. Don't perceive me. I'm at work. <laughs> I'm at work. So um, yeah, I'm usually on a mission. So yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but <laughs> no, you do look like you're on a mission. I'm always snatching and staring very intently at stuff and usually sending either Riley or my mom or both pictures of items. So Yeah. I've never been yelled at at a Goodwill for taking pictures of items. The only, Me either. The only time I've ever been yelled at taking a picture of anything in a store, you were with me, Riley. And we were in Murano. And I, I swear it was you that was with me. Murano. We were, we were in Murano. I don't think I went to a thrift store in Murano. It wasn't a thrift store. It was a oh, store. I remember what you're talking and, about. Oh, my God. So we went in this store, just like one of the mini glass shops that's there, and they had these really neat, like, drinking glasses. And I was like, oh, my mom would really like these. But they were, like, 25 euro per glass. So I, like, did want to buy them. And I also had to get them home to America, mind you that. So I was going to take a picture of them. And the, the, I didn't even realize there was a salesperson in there. Like, okay, if you've never been to Italy before, like, half the time, like, the salespeople, there aren't even, like, salespeople, like, in the shopping area. You have to, mm. like, hello, hello. And, like, someone will, like, come out of the ductworks and, like, check you out. So, like, I didn't even think anyone was in there. And so I was taking a picture, and then this, like, man comes out and yells at me, and he's, like, 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 uh, non fai la la photo il photo blah, 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 blah. and I was like what <laughs> and he was just talking really fast and then like he was like no photo don't you see sign and I literally both of us literally go where like yeah <laughs> there is like no sign anywhere and I was like oh I'm sorry and then we just left Um, uh, memories. Memories from memories. abroad. Memories from abroad. <laughs> yeah, I still understand why they would say no photos for that. Because it's, like, a, kind of a tourist trap of a right, store. exactly. So, like, don't you kind of, like, it's not like it has this air of, like, wealth or superiority about it. Like, it's not, like, trying to maintain integrity of the piece. It's but also all you... made in China, too, so it's, like, what... <laughs> and maybe not Murano. I feel like in Murano, a lot of it was local. Some of it was, but a lot of it's still made in China. Yeah, well, I mean, either way, like, why won't you want people to take photos of your merchandise if they're considering buying it? Like, don't you want them to report back to their other tourist friends and be like, look, 
look at what I'm going to go buy or look at what I saw. You should go buy it. Right. Spread the word. Spread the good news. I don't know. <laughs> I, I still can't. You know, the, the um, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to take photos in the bins. I was taking photos, but I was taking photos, like, of my cart, so it kind of just looked like I was texting. Yeah. And I'm sure some locations are more strict about it than I others. wasn't, like, taking photos of, like, individual items. I was just like, really, okay. look at all this stuff I'm buying. Like, So I definitely, like, snuck photos and videos to do a TikTok when I went a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. But I was very discreet because I was afraid somebody was going to yell at me. Mm-hmm. But I take photos and videos in, like, the Goodwill reta- retail stores all the time because I make them TikToks. But no one's ever said anything to me. But I also think the people that in the Winston Goodwills really don't care. Or Greensboro ones. Literally, like, I will be, like, at the checkout taking photos of stuff, like, sending to my mother. And also, every time, like, the reason I, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to film in the good, in the bins is because I'll watch YouTube videos where these YouTubers will say, just got yelled at for filming in the bins. Like, you're not allowed to film in the bins. I think it's because... I wonder also if it's because they're kind of obnoxious about it. (laughs) That, and then I also wonder if it's kind of, like, has to do with, like, security of the clientele that goes in there. Also, probably, it has to do with consent of the workers. Like, they don't want to get their workers in the background because there is no... Like, they didn't sign a, re- a release to have their face that, out there. and then also just the nature of the bins. Like, you don't really know what's going to be in the bins. So, if, like, mm-hmm. someone gets hurt or, like, I mean, this, honestly, I don't... Like, know. diaper, human waste in the bins. Or, like, if someone found a weapon or, like, you know, like, I mean... They don't I really reliable. Don't, I really don't think that, that would happen because... Well, oh, I, don't, I do. I don't think the weapon thing would happen because... They do have to take that stuff out of whatever it was delivered in oh, and true, put it true. in the bin. But like, yeah, there's I, a I guess, lot of layers of sorting. I guess the diaper thing could be possible because... Oh, it's possible because I've seen diapers in the bins. Okay. <laughs> but, okay, also, Riley, how much of that do you think was actually in donation? And how much do you think ended up there by patrons? <laughs> could be either. It really could. Do you get what I mean? So, Probably the latter. Probably the latter. <laughs> so... Yeah. So I think that it's just like covering Goodwill Industries, but mm-hmm. to not have those, not have filming. A little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. A little bit of all the reasons. <laughs> a little bit of all the reasons, exactly. I remember when I was a senior, speaking of weapons in the Goodwill, um, when I was a senior, <laughs> when I was a senior in high school, someone d- donated a non-detonated grenade to a goodwill in like my area's goodwill system it wasn't oh my god but it was like in the piedmont like system and then do you want to hear about this this also happened my senior year of high school in charlotte north carolina a girl got kidnapped at a good in a goodwill parking lot. She was eighteen years old, and a man like abducted her in the parking lot of the goodwill and put her in his trunk. And she was found dead two days later. Why would you tell me that? Why would you tell me that? <laughs> wow, I am so looking forward to my next trip to the goodwill. Thank you so much for sharing. Just go that. in the daytime. I think. This, uh, well, I think that's it, true. I've never I been. I think it happened at night. night. I got you. I've never been to goodwill at night, so. Oh, I have, but usually with my mom. But not... That's actually so annoying. Usually at dark. 
but but so yeah, you guys be safe, especially North Carolina when you're going to the Goodwill. <laughs> oh my god, that makes unde- me super excited. <laughs> Don't find undetonated grenades. <laughs> Love that. Love it. I can't believe I've never told you those stories before. No, I know. My mom and I like weaned off the Goodwills for a while after we found out about that girl getting kidnapped. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I'm feeling too. Mom, don't listen to this episode. <laughs> I need to keep going to Goodwill. My mom's gonna listen to this and be like, um, you're not going to Goodwill for a while. <laughs> Good thing that there's still the Mega Thrift. <laughs> Good thing there's still Mega Thrift. <laughs> but yeah, so crazy stuff going on here in North Carolina. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Okay, but did I yeah, I guess. Like, my go-to thrifting outfit. Going back to what we were really talking about. My go-to thrifting outfit. Gotta have comfortable shoes. Yeah, definitely. Shoes made for running, preferably. <laughs> Sprinting. Non-slip shoes. And then... Again, usually I'm coming from work, so I wear an athletic wear. But if I'm not coming from work, jeans or jean shorts or something like that. Yeah. A solid uniform. Yep. Yep, yep. Always a tote bag or crossbody. Two. I like a good tote. Nice, me too. Always a tote. Tote girl for sure. (laughs) We're so quirky. (laughs) Tote girl. Tote girl for sure. Okay, you got anything else, Riley? Um, I feel like we should conclude this episode Mm -hmm. by formally announcing that we are now offering our style bundles on Etsy. (gasps) Yay! And the fact that we've already sold one before we even told anybody. Super exciting. But check out, if you have even remotely considered getting a style bundle from us, I feel like every bundle we've done has just gotten better. I Um, personally agree. Yeah. But you can find our Etsy shop. It's called Finders Keepers Pod, all one word. It has the same logo as our um, podcast cover, so it should be pretty easy to find. Um, Yeah, please buy our style bundles. We have a lot of fun doing them. They're really good. And uh, you should get your orders in now because we've recently sent out a few PR boxes that we expect to get a lot of traffic from. So get them while we have them. Get them while they're hot. Get them while they're hot and and still underground and indie. Seriously. (laughs) Oh, and also, Riley, don't forget about our pop-up. Also, we have a pop-up. What? We're going to Durham on August 8th for the um, Ponysaurus mm-hmm. and Starcourt Star Durham like, collab. collab pop-up. I think there are 10 other vendors, around 10 other vendors. Um, and we got chosen, you guys. We and got we were selected. We, we applied selected. and we were selected. We, we are so excited. We were selected. So. You guys have heard us talk about wanting to do a pop-up for forever. We finally found and one that we could both on go Sunday, to I can do it. on a Sunday, literally. So super exciting if you're in the Raleigh, Durham, or Winston or Greensboro areas. Oh, yeah. You should come hit us up. I think it's at 12, 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Yep. And it's 219 Hood Street, I think it is what it is. Yeah. But we'll be posting about it on social media. So keep an eye out for that. Come visit us. Come say hi. Come get some coffee. Chat with us. Or a beer See our faces. if you drink alcohol. Or beer. I'm pretty sure they also have kombucha at this at this brewery too. So delicious. Even if you don't drink, 
you can still come out and buy from us. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it's going to be a really good time. Keep an eye out for both of those. Thanks for listening. Yeah, don't forget to follow us at Finders Keepers Pod on Instagram, as always. And follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. And feel free to write us a review because that's how we get higher up in the algorithms on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, that's all I got. So we will talk to you guys again soon. Mm-hmm. See you later.